Beyond the Mission, the business of nonprofits on the Michigan Business Network. I'm your host, Vicki Hamilton Allen, and I have with me Whitney Anderson Harrell. Whitney is the Chief Community Development Officer at MSU Federal Credit Union and President of the Desk Drawer Fund. Today, we're discussing the important topic of community investment through foundation support. Welcome, Whitney. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Another great day to talk to you in this environment. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Whitney, you have so many responsibilities at the credit union, including community development, diversity, equity, and inclusion, business development, and the financial education departments, as well as the Financial Innovation and Education Center. Today, I want to talk to you specifically about your role as the president of the Desk Drawer Fund. Can you start us off by telling us a little bit about the Desk Drawer Fund, what it is, how it came to being, and its primary purpose? Absolutely. I am just so thrilled to be here today. And I think one of the most amazing things about the Death Store Fund is actually the name and the history of the credit union. So the credit union was actually founded in a death store in 1937. And it gave us the opportunity to, you know, have a little bit of a play on words and then really focus in on the start of the credit union, the start of so many opportunities for people to help people. And that's where the name came from. And now we are coming up on our second anniversary. We've had the opportunity to have an impact with so many people across the state of Michigan. And it really just goes to show how much you can take a little idea and then make a big impact. So we've been really excited about starting the foundation and where we're going with it. It sounds like a really exciting time with great potential and impact. Being an organization or a foundation that is just about two years old, it's already proven itself to be extremely generous and very impactful for local organizations. I saw somewhere a figure of, oh, was it 3,500 volunteer hours already accrued and the best part of a quarter of a million dollars already donated? I mean, how are these figures kind of comparing to any goals that you'd already set for the foundation? You know, it's really just blown our goals out of the water. It's been really exciting. That was our first year. Those are the numbers. And then as we went into COVID, one of the inspiring things is we still had people engaging and giving and staying a part of our foundation. So this last year, we were able to give out around $446,000 to the local community. And I'm inspired about what we can continue to do next year. I mean, it's just been, it's been amazing to see the engagement of not only our employees, but our members and community. That is amazing. And do you think that's inspired because people are feeling that they want to do something within the pandemic, but they don't know what, so they're driving their funds through an organization that they've already developed trust for and know will be doing great things? Absolutely. I think one of the things that we see, we have five pillars to our organization. So we have our arts and culture, empowering youth, stable housing, financial education, and fostering entrepreneurialism. And over the course of this last two years since starting the foundation, we've had a chance to really dig in and talk about each one of those pillars and how they impact the community. And one of the cool things about 
why I believe we're driving a lot of that engagement is that people feel tied to one or more of the pillars and they want to, even though they may be sitting at home right now and things may be tough, they still want to figure out how they can stay engaged in their community. And I think the one of the really great things about MSUFCU and the Destor Fund is that we have trust with our community and that they know if they are giving a donation that it's going to make an impact and that we're going to use those dollars with organizations in our community to make it better for our community at large. And I think that's one of the reasons why we were still receiving donations throughout this difficult last year for everyone. It's really inspiring to know that people are trying to help out the best way that they can in difficult circumstances. Can you just talk to me a little bit more about why those were the five areas to focus on and why they became the five pillars? Absolutely. I think one of the things that has been really interesting to look at since I started at the credit union was seeing where are those main focus areas as a credit union that we were giving. And one of the reasons we started the foundation was to make a more concerted effort at focusing in on different areas within our community where we saw an opportunity to make a difference. Those pillars really work with the foundation and the mission and values of the credit union. And the credit union movement, when you look at that mission around people helping people, and then our own mission at the Death Store Fund, talking about making an impact on the communities, providing trustworthy and ethical-oriented opportunities for people to give back in a number of ways, including volunteerism, like we just talked about. But those five pillars, the arts and culture, gives us an opportunity to really make an impact on the arts. Empowering youth is a big part of what we do as a credit union, working with all of the youth in our community from a financial education perspective, all the way out to some of the different activities that we do as a credit union, like our Funtivity Zone and lots of opportunities like that. Then we have Stable Housing, which is a huge opportunity for our community, working with organizations like Habitat. And then we have our financial education, where that's just a big part of us being a financial institution and a credit union and a cooperative. And giving back is part of what we do every single day. So that one obviously just easily makes sense. And then fostering entrepreneurialism. We're looking for ways to impact our community where we have opportunities for students and adults to be able to make a difference right here in our own community with new businesses, new ideas, and lots of different competitions. So it's been inspiring to see how we've started all of those pillars and then how they've continued to grow and evolve on how we can make a continued impact in our community. I really like the idea of the five pillars because they straddle a larger set of issues that are often focused on within funds or foundations. A lot of foundations will focus primarily on basic needs. And so food, shelter, security, and that is, of course, wonderful. But you are focusing on this. If we were thinking about Maslow's hierarchy here of needs, you do have basic needs. Of course, you have stable housing that is essential. And then you're moving through financial education, and that's important, the acquisition of knowledge and the idea of empowerment and growing through to arts and culture and then entrepreneurship. I mean, this is some self-actualization happening here. So it's about serving the community in the broadest way and growing sort of this rich 
opportunity. And so thank you for choosing those five pillars. It's it's a little outside of the normal box, but hey, you're in a drawer. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to circle back to the entrepreneurial piece. Of course, this is the Michigan Business Network. You often speak to entrepreneurs who listen to these shows. And is the desk drawer fund backing these type of incubators? Or do you have to be a 501c3 to be able to gain support if you're an entrepreneur? What does that look like? No, we actually, we, you don't have to be a 501c3, although many of the organizations that we work with are. Um, we do have a grant process to support lots of different organizations. One of the organizations that we're working with right now would be the Lansing Goat to Last. And that's been very inspiring to see what all of these different entrepreneurs are doing right here in mid-Michigan. I can't wait to see the outcome from that whole process program project because there are a lot of partners working together to be able to invest in an opportunity for someone to bring some great new innovative job creating opportunities to to the city of Lansing. So thank you for being part of that. Whitney, I am so sorry that our time is already up. I feel that we could really dig in deeper all day long and rummage through the drawer, you know, I'm not usually one to say go green, but I think in this instance that I must say go green. So congratulations on all the great work you're doing in the community. I know that you have um, definitely inspired your team to make a difference. And so for that, I thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for tuning in to Beyond the Mission, the business of nonprofits. I'm your host, Vicki Hamilton Allen, here on the Michigan Business Network. 